Okay, cool. I like that. Okay, hey everyone. Today is Tuesday. I actually did not almost didn't record today because I thought today was Monday because of the holiday yesterday, and so I apologize for doing it this late. But once again, hello and welcome. Happy Tuesday. I hope you all had an amazing day. We're still on um, season five. And once again, welcome to Claudine's Bites of Inspiration. I'm so glad that you are here, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me on this journey. Once again, this is a faith-based podcast, and as a believer in a life coach, my mission is to encourage, inspire, and to bring hope and impart what God has placed in me through my relationship with the Holy Spirit and to help people walk in their true, authentic self, which comes through aligning themselves with what heaven says about them. All right, so now that I got that out the way, if I was supposed to title today's um, podcast, I would, I guess I would name it Someone's Life is Dependent on You. And I was laying in bed over the weekend, um, and the Lord actually, Holy Spirit, brought back a, um, a an experience I had or a situation, I don't know what to call it, a situation, an experience that I actually had, and um, I felt like Holy Spirit said, share this. And so... This was years ago, my gosh, many years ago, I was in my, fi- in my 20s, oh God, I was in 50s, in my 20s, and I attended this church, this is when I still lived in, um, in Illinois, let me take my braces off, I still lived in um, Illinois, and I attended a church in Chicago, it was um, Outreach Community Church of God in Christ, where the pastor is Pastor Sean C. Woody, and um, it was, that, um, that ministry was true, has truly been a blessing um, to me, but um, so let me fast, let me go say fast forward, so at one year, we had a uh, women's conference, and we're excited about the women's conference. Our, our conferences were always just amazing and just power-packed and anointed. And I remember this particular women's conference we're at um, that I attended. Um, for some reason, the praise and worship leader did not show up. The worship, I don't know if it was a, it was a team or just the worship leaders, they did not, didn't show. And so um, I remember one of the ladies from the women's ministry, um, the only thing I did at the church at, the, at that time was actually I was saying I was part of the praise and worship team. And um, or a choir, I'm not sure what it was called at that time. But I remember when they couldn't find any, um, the worship leader did not show up. I remember one of the ladies came to me and asked me, you know, Sister, Hitt, Sister Smith at the time, Sister Smith, um, could you fill in and can you go ahead and lead worship so we can get started with this thing? And I remember immediately I felt fearful. I remember, I just fear just ran through my whole body. I remember scanning the room and seeing all these who were well equipped and well qualified to actually lead this women's conference. And I saw women, I mean, that. And I said that because there were women in there that led, you know, three to four songs uh, or even more on Sundays. And they, once again, in my eyes, they were well, well qualified to lead the worship at this women's conference. And after making my, my own determination, let me say like it was my own determination, I told the, the lady at the time, I said, I told her, I said, no, you may want to go ahead and choose someone else. Like, who am I to even say that? No, choose someone else. I remember the day at that conference, I wrestled with the decision that I made that said I wasn't qualified enough. And I remember that day, as I sat down, I promised the Lord that when he calls me on an assignment, that I will go. Lo and behold, this is so crazy, the next year, Women's Conference, I swear it's like the Holy, the Lord brought it back, was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to check and see if she remembers and if she's going to hold up on what she promised me. The same thing, it was the craziest thing, the same thing happened. No worship leader, or I think something may have been, she may have had a cold. And guess who they came and asked, can you please lead worship this morning? This Yeah, this morning. Guess what I did, you all? I ran, get, where is the mic? Where do I plug it in? Who? I don't even need the, the, the keyboard. Where, where do I go? Where do I stand? 
I knew without a doubt it was the Lord giving me. I felt like it was a second chance. I felt like the Lord was giving me another chance. Listen, there is good news. I have good news. God doesn't just give us, um, you know, just let us just slide by as far as, I don't want to, I want to make sure I say the right words. Um, God doesn't just give us one chance to obey his will and to fulfill the call or to fulfill his purpose. He gives us many opportunities. And I can say that because I, there are many things I can go through as far as in my book that I've written down that the Lord has made different ways for me. But this particular thing is what I believe the Lord wanted me to share with you. And I, I just could not believe it. Like really, the worship leader just not feeling well this, this Saturday. And the person was able to come to me again and say, hey, Sister Smith, can you please lead praise and worship? And like I said, without a doubt, I didn't even hesitate. I knew what I said to the Lord, though we don't always pull through, but I knew what I said to the Lord. And I was able to say, yes, where's the mic? Tell me where to go and what to do. So now we say, Lord, I just want, I would like for us that have all have been there, that have all said, Lord, I'm not qualified. Choose someone else more qualified. Lord, um, I'm not worthy. Choose someone else that we, that we, in our eyes, we feel that are worthy. Lord, choose someone else, someone else that is, you know, that's been to school or that know how to hit all the notes or to do the runs and do all these stuff in our eyes that we feel, you know, makes a person qualified as we put in our eyes as qualified. But that's not what the Lord is looking for. That is not who the Lord is looking for. And so before I go any further, I'd like to lead you all for us to just go into a prayer. Just lead you all in a prayer. All right. And now say with me, Lord. We are sorry, I am sorry that I missed the mark because I was fearful and thought I wasn't worthy enough. Lord, I am sorry when, we, when I said pass it to someone else more qualified. Lord, I repent, I said I'm sorry right now. Lord, I say I'm sorry for thinking that I'm not good enough as if you did not choose me, as if you did not create me. Lord, forgive me for thinking we are um, we aren't enough and that what you did Jesus Christ on the cross wasn't enough you died for me you died for us and we're so grateful and so thankful for it and so Father in the name of Jesus Christ we say that when you say to go that we will go that we will be obedient we want you we ask you father to continue to order our footsteps according to your word it says the steps of our of a good man are ordered by the Lord so God we want you to order our steps Father, we love you. We bless you. We want to be your hands and feet. We want to do the things that you've called us to do because we know that it is not about us. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Don't you know God is greater than your weaknesses and your fears? I declare no more. I say it today. I declare. What's today? The 6th? Today is the 7th. Tuesday, September the 7th. I decree and declare over you no more walking in fear. I declare and decree and declare no more walking in shame, no more walking in doubt. I decree and declare you will walk in boldness like never before. I decree and declare you will walk in power and in authority that the Lord has given you. I decree and declare you will walk in authority and confidence like never before, says the Lord. If God called you to it, then you've got to believe with all your heart that he has equipped you to do the work. And be, why? Because someone's life is depending on you and so I say, let go of fear. I say, let go of doubt. Come on, let go of fear and let go of doubt. And I want you to inhale right now and I want you to exhale fear. Inhale, inhale hope, exhale doubt. 
Inhale, inhale any fear, and I want you to, excuse me, ex inhale the strength of the Lord, and I want you to exhale fear. There is more for you to do, and I declare dreams and visions be released upon you right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, because there is more for you to do. I declare there is more for you to do. I declare there is more for you to do, and you are fully equipped. Let me let you in on a secret. It is not about you. As I was laying in bed over the weekend, like I said, when the Lord reminded me of what happened to me, it is not about you. God didn't call you up pastor just to just do it just because it's about you. He didn't call the, the person next to you to do, to do the assignment. He called you and God does not make a mistake. Whether it's a pastor, whether it's a, a, a worship leader, whether it's you're in the marketplace, whatever it is, whether it's to be a mother, a wife, God have called you for that assignment. He doesn't make a mistake. You are God's idea and people are waiting on you. Nations are waiting on you. Your community is waiting for you. So we say no more settling. You have, you have no time to settle. I declare, say no, say out loud, no more settling. No more settling. God isn't calling for your resume. He is calling for your yes. God isn't calling for your resume. He is calling for your obedience. He is calling for your obedience. He is calling for your willingness. According to Galatians 1.50 says, But then God called me by his grace and chose me from my birth to be his. I'm going to say that one more time. This is the Passion Translation. This is Galatians 1 and 15. But then God called me by his grace. It didn't say it called someone else. It says it called me by his grace and chose me from my birth to be his. Don't you know, once again, God is greater than your weaknesses and your fears. He is so much bigger and so much better. So now I ask and I post this question to you. Will you go? Will you go and they call your sister so-and-so and brother, would you go ahead and lead worship? Will you go ahead and pray? Can you call so-and-so and just, just give them an encouraging word when the Holy Spirit prompts you to say, hey, I need you to do this. Sow a seed here. Would you go here and just lay hands on sister so-and-so or, or just pray for this person, this individual? I ask you this question once again, will you go? Will you go, my brother? Will you go, my sister? According to Exodus 3, 10 and 11 says, Therefore come now and I will send you to Pharaoh and then bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children, out of, the children of Israel out of Egypt? Remember the story of Moses and how he would, I believe he had a stuttering problem. He had a stuttering problem. He said, God, who am I? But once again, Moses understood the assignment later that it's not about you, Moses. I've called you to bring them out of Egypt. And so I say to you once again, will you answer the call when the Lord says, go, will you go? Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, the Amplified says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. I think that's what we, sometimes we, 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 we mess up or we miss it because we're relying on our own strength. We're relying on our own self. When it says clearly in Proverbs 3, 5, trust in, rely confidently on the Lord, not on yourself. It says on the Lord with all of your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your path straight and smooth, which means removing obstacles that block your way. Trust in, 
my sisters, this listening, my brothers, trust in, rely confidently on the Lord with all of your heart, not part of it, but all of your heart. Well, God, I don't know if I could, well, with all your heart, would you trust him? Well, I don't know if I, if I, if I got the right words to say, if it's going to come up. With all your heart, trust him. Do not rely on your own strength. Do not rely on your own understanding. Do not rely on your own insight. But confidently trust in the Lord your God. He knows. He is the God that sees. He sees and he knows all things. Romans 8.28 says, So we are convinced that every detail, detail of our lives is continually, continually woven together for good. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his design purpose. I'm going to say that one. I want you to... Read this again in your quiet time. Romans 8, 28. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And the Amplified says, And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and his purpose. There is a plan and a purpose for you to be to fulfill on this earth before you leave here. And once again, I ask you, will you answer the call when he says go, will you go? Will you answer the call? I dare you. I, I double, as the kids would say, I double dare you. Will you begin to walk in boldness like never before? Why? Because your faith, you confidently trust in the Lord with all your heart. Will you begin to walk in the power and the authority the Lord has given you? People are waiting on you. And so I say to you today, or I ask the question once again, will you go? Because guess what, my sisters and my brothers, someone's life is depending on you.